1: Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots, welcome to the Chris-Anne Hall Daily Journal. Chris-Anne Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the show, my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall, where we endeavor to bring to you the headlines and the not-so-headlines from a constitutional principled and historical perspective, something that the media is not giving you in any way, shape, or form. I was sitting down trying to prepare for today's show, and I looked at JC as like, what do we talk about today, JC What's in the headlines? It's like the same thing that's been in the headlines the last two weeks. So I went digging. And I think that I found some really good things for us to cover today, some things that maybe are being covered a little bit but not covered the way they should be and some things that you probably haven't heard around the news too much. I wanted to start, JC, with the uh, House Judiciary Subcommittee's investigation or hearing on Facebook. We have Senator Sherrod Brown, I guess that's the Senate's sub-commit, Sub-Judiciary Committee, not the House. Senator Sherrod Brown of Ohio says, Facebook is dangerous. Like a toddler who's gotten his hands on a book of matches, Facebook has burned down the house over and over and called every arson a learning experience. (laughs) Uh, First, the audacity of someone in Congress to talk about how some kind of private industry is burning America down when you have to take into review what Congress has done over the last 50 years to circumvent the Constitution, violate the rights of the people. And I just, you know, I can't help but but look at this. We've got these investigations, J.C., of Facebook and how they're allegedly dangerous, when was the last time the Senate judiciary, any subcommittee of the Senate or the House, investigated the way the FBI effectuates their warrants and their raids? When was the last time that the Congress ever concerned themselves with how the Bureau of Land Management conducts itself with our ranchers and our farmers? I just cannot get all worked up about Facebook and the idea that there's some kind of kill zone. This is what, this is what um, uh, Representative David Cicilline from Rhode Island says, the Internet has become increasingly concentrated, less open, and growingly hostile to innovation and entrepreneurship, adding to a perceived, quote, kill zone, related to to the tech giants that prevent new companies from competing. How is it that that competition on the internet is a big deal, but but the media and no one in Congress, the House or the Senate, are talking about the fact that Dan Love of the Bureau of Land Management actually had a kill list that he hung up in the office. With red X's on American people's faces. Mm-hmm. His personal, I don't like these farmers and ranchers, kill a Bureau of Land Management agent with a kill list. This is not actually um, conspiracy theories. This is actually evidence that came out at trial in which Judge Gloria Navarro, a federal judge in Nevada, had to dismiss cases because of this kind of evidence.
0: May, it makes me wonder where their where their investments are. yeah when they get worked up about this stuff they it makes me think they have like s- stocks shares in some competing uh, enterprise.
1: Well I I have, not, I have not
0: that I don't think Facebook is dangerous. Well, Facebook sucks.
1: But Facebook is dangerous. Facebook sucks. But that is a personal decision that the American people have to make. Right. Nobody's got a gun at your head telling you you have to to have a Facebook account. Nobody's telling you you have to be on social media. Mm-hmm. Jc doesn't have a Facebook account. Nope. No gun at his head. But I I actually have a, a short theory. It says, House lawmakers said that they were launching an antitrust investigation focusing on Silicon Valley in June, a rare bipartisan effort targeting, quote, the dominant unregulated platforms have extraordinary power over commerce, communication, and information online. Okay, so number one, antitrust laws are completely unconstitutional. There's no authority for the federal government to regulate monopolies or to regulate int- intrastate commerce in any sort of way. And the Commerce Clause, our founders said very clearly, was not about government strangling or controlling commerce, but about establishing an environment of cooperation between the states to encourage
0: Yeah, well, I I would say these platforms do have extraordinary power over commerce, communication and information, but that's because the consumer has given them that power.
1: Exactly. Now, here's my question, JC, because here's Congress, both the House and the Senate are, are feigning all of this enthusiasm over protecting the people from these dangerous, dominant countries or, or companies. Can I ask you something? Is there any less danger in a, the federal government having unlimited authority to regulate the Internet? Because that's their solution. So a a private corporation in which you said has its power because the American people have chosen to give it its power. What are we going to do? We're going to trade that in for a federal government who now has the controlling power over the Internet in which we no longer will have the ability to choose. For me, that's the most dominant uh, uh, authority, the, mo- the, the most dangerous authority. Um, it, it's one of
0: those word games that's interesting to me. Too, please. Re- Where they use regulate. It, I mean, the word is control.
1: Right, exactly.
0: Unregulated. Or regulated means government control. Government control. We, we want to control it.
1: Right, exactly, exactly. Cicilline, in his opening remarks, criticized federal agencies for not scrutinizing the tech sector's power enough. Who in the heck's going to start scrutinizing Congress's power, for Pete's sakes? Why should Congress have more power than a private business? He says, um, he's, oh, I love this part. Warning, the, here you go, re- absence of regulatory action, i.e., what?
0: Government control.
1: Yeah, e- control, has created de facto immunity for online platforms. So the only thing... Possible. This is this is the thing that that drives me nuts. The only possible way to limit a corporation is government control. Because apparently the American people no longer have the ability to choose one way or the other. We have no authority to choose commerce anymore. We're, We're brainless, we're impotent, and we're completely clueless. So the only way that we can actually live a peaceful, uncontrolled life by corporations is to have government control our lives instead.
0: What do you suppose brought the Democrats on board? This has been an almost purely Republican conversation up until this point. All of this that's being uttered here that you have on the screen was previously uttered It was being uttered by Republicans and now now it's now it's a bipartisan effort so the Democrats have joined so the Republicans have been screaming for control mm-hmm. over these companies and now Democrats are joining them
1: well if you that, l-
0: that means it's it's coming
1: I I be- here's here's let me let me put on my tinfoil hat here for just one second I'll remind you that in 2010, Dianne Feinstein and Dick Durbin both gave speeches before Congress saying that uh, they wanted to redraft the. the the federal act that authorizes protection for the media. Remember, they said we can't have freedom of press, the protections of press extending to people who simply have websites, because they paid $5 for a website, some 17 year old, we can only apply these protections of press to people with bona fide credentials. So the Democrats have always wanted to control the internet. All right. So now what we have is Facebook which has been created through not just simply the blessings of the federal government but through the funding of federal government to create this behemoth. It is actually the government that has created this this beast. Right, because they gave, they chose them as the winners in the situation by funding them over everybody else. Sure. So now they've created this platform where the government has actually created their power, now offers them immunity or at least complains that they have an, a, a de facto immunity. In reality, I want to tell you from day one, Facebook was encouraged and funded so they could create the argument that we need to control the media. We need control of the internet, rather, is what I'm trying to say. So once again, they created a crisis so that they could come in and create the solution.
0: It's almost like creating a terrorist group so you can go to war with it.
1: Exactly, and I think that's what Weird. has done the fa- <laughs> and and call me call me conspiracy, but you can connect the dots now because we know for a fact that the federal government funded. In some way or shape or form, to some degree, Facebook giving them uh, um, your friend Zuckerberg, giving Zucker them schmuck. Zucker schmuck, giving them a leg up. Why would they want them to have all this power and then cooperate with them in an, in an industry that will seize our personal information? And then the people become aware that our personal information is being seized from a corporation not actually laying blame where it's supposed to go so now here comes the cavalry trying to save us from the corporation when in reality it was the federal government that set it off from the beginning so they could control the internet everybody was opposed to remember it was the it was the democrats who wanted net neutrality from day one Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Those of you who are listening, uh, you you know that I I announced that today's show we would be interviewing Larry Stevenson, A.K.A. the Bearded Black Cowboy. Well, Larry had a last-minute conflict, so we are going to be actually rescheduling that meeting for a daily journal coming up in the next week. And so Larry is coming on the air. We're going to be talking about Larry, how amazing he is, and 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 what he does in his trainings, but we're also going to be talking about the In Defense of Liberty training that we're going to be having in August, uh, encouraging you to sign up for that so that you can defend liberty in all aspects. So I I just want to sort of reiterate here, before we leave the Facebook thing, JC, we now have the government coming to our defense from a problem that may not have existed if they hadn't funded it in the first place. Uh, that may not existed if they hadn't encouraged the seizing of our data and then turning it over to the government, right? Because it was the government that's collecting our data along with Facebook and their metadata stuff. And, and I'm sorry, but I believe, and you guys can disagree with me, but I doubt that you will, considering you're listening to the show, that there is a bigger danger with the federal government having a power, a dominant power over the Internet than Facebook itself, because maybe one day, I don't know, I'm so ever hopeful, maybe one day the American people will leave Facebook for another platform, and that way we can choose. But once the government starts regulating, there is no more choice. We will be mandated, and we will be controlled. So we, uh, I have sort of a, a story here from our local stomping grounds. I don't know if you saw this, JC, but this is from the Tallahassee Democrat. An officer, a deputy, Zach Webster, has been arrested for planting drugs. And he was actually investigated by the Florida Department of Law Enforcement, and he has now been charged with 52 counts in all. And he was, uh, this is the Jackson County Sheriff's Department, and the state attorney named William Eddins is the the first judicial circuit. He's the one that took over from the guy that I don't like. Okay. And so I'm I would just wanted to say that it's this is encouraging to me that the other officers came together and testified this guy is doing the wrong things. They actually turned over evidence. Uh, they had a body camera. Somebody reviewed his body camera. They had a video of actually him having drugs in his hand and planting it in the back seat of the car. Mm -hmm. And so maybe with the things that um, your friend is doing, what is, I forget his name because... Joe, Joe. yeah maybe because of of groups like Joe's who are, are reaching he's a former law enforcement officer reaching out to inform people about the abuse of officers maybe there's now some officers that are getting emboldened and they're they're willing to stand up um, there was in this article from the Tallahassee Democrat one of the ladies who's had her entire career uh, Conviction overturned because of this was just weeping because she was so great targeting
0: random people or carrying out revenge against people we didn't like, you
1: know. Um, 52 counts is a lot, lot. JC. That is really, really a lot. And according to the uh, state attorney, there really was no real pattern, but but. He says we. He says he says you're never certain. The state attorney said this. You're never certain of the ways of the heart of man. We have some ideas and some theories, and we've talked about it a lot. But I do not feel that it would be appropriate to go into any detail so at this time. So we don't time.
0: know. We don't know why.
1: We don't know. Or we're not going to say. Why. We're, we're we're not going to say That's why. Sounds
0: like but he, dudes office his rocker. Here's he's my kicks by.
1: Well, here's my theory. Flaming people. I think he's a glory hound. And he wanted to be the guy with the most drug arrests. Yeah, he wanted weird, to be that kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. guy. So. Yeah,
0: weird weirdos like that sometimes. Like yeah, I remember not too long. Well, it's been several years now, but in our area, you know, we had a bunch of forest fires. Then it turned out right. to be a firefighter or somebody like a right. firefighter for the forest service going around setting the fires. Right. So just yeah, you get weirdos like. So that So I sometimes.
1: think that's that's what to do with that. But I well, was good
0: for these other officers of, of getting this freakazoid out of the force
1: I think that's really great and I love the what the state attorney says you're never certain of the ways of the heart of a man JC that's precisely why our founders demanded due process in our system demanded checks and balance because there's always supposed to be a check on authority and not complete arbitrary power as arrogant men tear up our constitution And from every direction we cry around re- You can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way Chris N. Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Got your Liberty First gear. Hey, JC, did you notice I'm wearing my Got Liberty t-shirt today? Yep. <laughs> I love this shirt. I get the most compliments from this shirt, everybody. And, and you can still get it online. Go to chrisannhall.com. Click on the shop button on the main website, and it'll take you to the store where we not only have t-shirts, we have DVDs, we have books. We have audio, do we have audio downloads now? We have audio downloads, we have um, video downloads that are available, and then we have all of our Liberty First gear. When we were in California, I had several ladies come up to me and say, Chrisanne, I already, I went out, as soon as I, I saw you, I went out and bought my, my lady leggings. <laughs> we have Ladies of Liberty Leggings, and they were really excited about that in California. I guess I they were I think the so.
0: uh, link pops up on the YouTube Oh, does it? Video Oh so
1: cool. So watch out. Watch leaks. out for the Teespring link then for our Liberty yeah. First gear. That's really, really fun stuff. Talk about fun stuff, JC. I have this fun article um, from Fox News. So we have the the people from campusreform.org. They went on the college campus of Georgetown and talked about uh, gave the quote it's like what you what you do right so they said went up to them and said what do you think about this quote and -hmm. they actually said the Obama quote right but didn't attribute it to Obama this is Georgetown University now remember you can watch us on YouTube when you watch us on YouTube you get to see what we're seeing and I have the articles up and everything so He said, this is what he told them. He just read that without telling them who who said it. He says, we are a nation of laws. Undocumented workers broke our immigration laws, and I believe that they must be held accountable, especially those who may be dangerous. That's why over the past six years, deportation of criminals are up 80%, and that's why we're going to keep focusing on threats to our security. And he just read that to them. And you see this. This was actually reported by Fox News. I'm sure it's on on uh, YouTube as well. But you see the interview and so these students get angry. They they talk about it. Uh, one student responded and said, I think that's a pol- I think that policy comes from a place of white American nationalism. And then he says another student blasted Trump for embracing this rhetoric of racism and xenophobia that it's not that's not beneficial to our country. And then when he let the cat out of the bag, right, that it was Obama, they were shocked. Mm -hmm. They couldn't believe it. How do you recover from that? How do you recover from saying, oh, that's a, a white American nationalism that says that? And then you point out that it was Barack Obama. See, I picked I, this I would article. Follow,
0: I think I would follow up very directly I, I, and say, so how do you now feel about being brainwashed? Right. That's probably what I'd follow up with.
1: Oh, absolutely. Does it
0: bother you that the media and, and you know various people that you follow are brainwashing you?
1: Well, I chose this, JC, because we talked about this in the last show about how you politicians can say two different politicians can say the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. If you have more melanin in your skin than the other guy, then you can say the same things and it's okay. But the other guy says the same thing. He's got less melanin and now he's racist. And I think that happens. Yeah, it is a
0: great technique. There yeah. there are a lot of examples like this, but this is a great way to approach it.
1: What's and, then, a, and then I like
0: yeah. I mean I like the seriously I would this is when so this is what we talk about of of uh, converting people and changing people's minds. So it's that questioning thing. So you right. make, you you have to make the person question their own information. So in this case when there's that much shock um, you know, I, <laughs> do you I would, almost have I would to give him that. a second? I would, and then, to se- I, and then a second I would hit him with sh- that. Like what? Yeah, but then <laughs> then I'd hit him with that sort of you know metaphorical slap in the face. You know, really punch him in the face with.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So how do you feel about being brainwashed? You know, I-, I mean, just you got to really get. A, you sort of opened up the target. Right. And Just you can really nuke it. So you would
1: go immediately in for the kill
0: Yeah, because you've (laughs) moved them to the point of question and doubt and cognitive dissonance And then I would just drop that nuclear bomb right there to to really Stir that I mean you really light that on fire.
1: I would want I would want to engage further as well and and simply say uh, in light of of this how do you reconcile your interpretation of this? Yeah, because I, obviously you're the one that has assigned this meaning to this. See, and think, now your meaning is changing.
0: Yeah, so I think you want what you want to do is undermine the system of propaganda. So why I would take that approach, you know, and, and sort of drop that bomb is you're really targeting the sources of their information. You're making an accusation. Mm-hmm. Against where they where they're getting their information. Therefore, you're driving a wedge Instead of between them and, and the and the source right. of their information. And and so you kind of you have to unhook them, and basically cast doubt on the people they're listening to.
1: See, I I, so then I they think go I, search for truth. I think I like your approach better because my my approach would be to help show them that they're the problem. No, you don't want to
0: turn it on themselves exactly, because they're going to reject yeah, that right. that. That brings up defenses of defending right, yourself. Right. Now you're attacking them. Right. Okay.
1: Even though we both know that they like, are the you, problem, because they're not thinking. How do make-
0: the media lying to you? Right. You know this. Is, they basically set them up to. Now you. They automatically interpret. This is Trump that said that, and then there's this automatic thing of, he's a racist, and these sort of comments are racist. It's just like the. It's interesting the. Omar and AOC and all that. So when Trump said, you know, anybody who, what did he say? Something like, "Hate if if you hate Jews,
1: you hate America, you know,
0: hate America." And uh, there was some third one, you know, then you should go back, go back to where you came from, kind of thing. So it's kind of the remark, Mm -hmm. pretty much that he said. So when they, and without naming them, then they go on the defense and attack that. Then you have all these people, you know, we want to impeach and this. And it's characterized as racist. So then you're saying that it is inherent to a particular race to hate America, to hate Jews, and whatever else he said. uh, Hate our military, whatever. So that is is a very bizarre kind of place that we are. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's the right. It's your right or your intrinsic point of view, I mean, basically saying, if I am not white, I hate America, and you shouldn't criticize me for that.
1: But th- Right, because that's, but just to be that, clear. Isn't that,
0: that oh, itself is a racist statement, right? The way they're thank turning you. that. So,
1: but Trump is not saying that. They're saying no, that Trump's statement says th- that. Th- that's what I'm right, saying. Yeah, yeah. For
0: them to characterize it that way, mm-hmm. they're saying that you know, for instance, black people, just because they're black, they they hate America. That Mm -hmm. that's what it means to be black is to hate America and to hate Jews. So that in itself is a racist notion. Right. Right? I mean which that's of course the same thing they do to black conservatives, right? right? You have to you have to believe certain things. And if you don't, right, if you don't then you're not you're not true to your race. So they're inherently saying because of your race in other words your race kind of like the Hitler sort of it's really a very uh, Nazi mm-hmm. kind of ideology the color of your skin dictates your thinking your knowledge your opinions right you you have you only think a certain way you and you can't think any other way because of the color of your skin it's a very Nazi racist sort of point of view
1: well I call it political bullying that's all it is well, it's, it's political well, bullying. But the thing is, but they're using a
0: racist ideology.
1: Well, but that's the same thing they did when Trump said that the criminals coming over the border, yeah, uh, need to be arrested, and yeah. then all of a sudden it was turned around that all he said Mexicans all are Mexicans are rapists, are rapists and drug dealers. Yeah, and that and and what happens here right now in this article that we're talking about is actually um, the racism that has been. That has been injected into our minds, dictating how we think. Because obviously, if you hear a statement that you think is attributed to a white guy and it's racist, but then when you find out that it's attributed to a black guy, then it's not racist. Yeah, it's and all very the very methodology methodology the way we've been taught to think today.
0: Yeah, is
1: racially motivated.
0: What's nice about that. Um so the, the, the same kind of people you see, I see this all the time, the Instagram and you, you know, you follow all the comments. So those same people basically say, oh, you as a as a white person or European, they love to say, uh, you can't see it. Right. You don't see your racism. You don't you don't know it. You don't understand and this and that. So here you've taken, you know, essentially you it's almost a sociology experiment where mm-hmm. you've just taken that aside and you've demonstrated no you can't see your bias right right they, they don't even re- so they're already assigning
1: well, racial
0: labels to something that's non-racial right and think about it the statement didn't change it was who said it changed right and and they're shocked so I that did shows that once. the inconsistency I
1: did that once with a Lincoln quote yeah that was that was practically devastating. I I almost lost sixty percent of friendships on Facebook because of the the right. Lincoln quote. But what's interesting you said about they can't see it, right? Mm-hmm. They can't see it. Well, apparently a, a few people that were involved in this man on the on the street poll, when they were confronted with the fact that it was actually Obama that mm-hmm. said it, their response was well. The way sure. Trump is doing yeah. it is racist. Yes, they did the, they said the same thing. They're doing it the same way, but the way Trump is deporting criminal that's, aliens that's when have, is you, white nationalism. As
0: you got your little, you know, <laughs> your little bullet, your little uh, clipboard, and you, you know, incur, you mark the incurable box. Okay, incurable. Like that person can't be helped. Yeah. So when you you take them that far. And then they make another excuse of that sort of bizarre, esoteric uh, gobbledygook that they're talking. Yeah, that's incurable
1: that's sort of my that's sort of my troll litmus test on social media because you know me i like to engage them from an educational background you know try to teach maybe not just them but anybody that else is watching on social media but when they devolve to complete idiocy like this where they actually classify themselves you know it's like bye somebody's going to message
0: me and say jc there is a cure yes i know that's (laughs) not what we're talking about
1: welcome back to chris ann hall daily journal hey jc there is a cure it's education Libertyfirstuniversity.com educate yourself so we can educate others don't just pontificate educate liberty first university.com
0: it I- makes me think back to my military <laughs> instructor days
1: oh my goodness and, no uh, you <laughs> you're know, gonna say I this will, out loud i would
0: tell the, the some of these uh I know where Young where he's going. <laughs> recruits that 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 were problematic, that were troublemakers, and and uh, I would say, you know, uh, all of these, the source of all of these problems is oxygen. Right. Eliminate the oxygen, you eliminate the problem.
1: <laughs> Look, in defense of the temporarily—that was uh, a joke. <laughs> or not. In in defense of those who may still be temporarily leftist insane. Okay. I was that way Mm -hmm. okay can I I just want you to picture this JC Chris Ann Hall as a well I wasn't a hall back then but Chris Ann as a as a as a socialist Mm -hmm. Marxist believer Mm -hmm. I mean full-on believer so the way that I'm passionate about Liberty is not something new to me I always addressed everything passionately and so can you imagine me with that kind of passion? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tell you right now, I would have been that person yeah. that would have said, well, the way he's doing it sure. is racist, right? Yeah. Because I would have never been a- backed, a- allowed, admitted defeat or allowed myself to be backed in the corner like yeah, that. no doubt. I'd have pointed out, no, 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 you're the idiot. You just don't even see how racist you are by right. bringing this information yeah. up in this way. The fact that by you bring...
0: Comparing yes, comparing
1: yes. Trump to all obama and hiding you <laughs> intentionally hid the yeah. fact you're from me liar. because you're a racist and you're a deceiver right yeah. so that's what it comes now i say that to you and and to to those of you who are listening don't give up hope
0: she could have been cured with oxygen therapy
1: <laughs> well but, but i didn't it took need the power
0: of the gospel it took the power of the gospel in enlightenment with uh with the, you know, with truth
1: basically. Right, exactly. But it, you know it has so had to come to me in a way that I could actually consume it. Sure. And so what some people are have an appetite for, others do not. Yeah. So how some people are reached and it won't be the cookie cutter for everybody. So right. you know what's kind of amazing, JC? I think I'm probably gonna blow some people's minds and I don't really want to I don't I, I don't I don't want to put more credit here than what's due. But I want to tell you, well, obviously it was the Holy Spirit and the way God lines things up because I was chinked. Oh, there's, I'm a racist again. Oh oh my goodness. And so a number of things happened all at the same time. But can I tell you that the first person to actually reach through my armor was Rush Limbaugh. I have no idea why. Why? Rush Limbaugh went was able to. I think maybe I just simply caught an episode where he was reaching from an intellectual perspective mm-hmm. that brought a question to my mind. Yeah, because I he wasn't made your question. right. I wasn't a regular Rush Limbaugh listener. I'm still not a regular Rush Limbaugh listener. But I just happened to catch something that planted a question in my mind. And then when that cl- that question was planted. Uh, about that time, I started reading about the Founding Fathers. You know, I came across Joseph Ellis' book, um, Founding Brothers, and then I came across 1776 by David McCullough, and I started reading the Federalist Papers and the Anti-Federalist Papers because I was never going to be reached unless it was from an intellectual perspective. Mm-hmm. And so um, I just, I just want to say to you that in light of that kind of an example, I think reaching people can come from very unexpected places.
0: Sure.
1: Come, so, let us
0: reason together, saith the
1: Lord. And I, that's why we do what we do. That's you know, JC, That is the only reason I have a presence on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn. Uh, really, it's the only reason we do the show. Mm-hmm. Because I am, we're trying to educate other people, so we can reach other people.
0: That's why you're. A-
1: Protagonist. I am a protagonist personality. personality. We took this really cool personality test. I've never had a personality test be so accurate before. I don't know. I read yours. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty accurate too. Mm. That was pretty crazy. you remember what you were? I don't remember the name for it. A
0: campaigner. A
1: campaigner. An
0: EPNA or something.
1: I don't know. Anyway. It was fun. But nonetheless, the goal has to be to reach other people. Why are there 37 million other churches in America? Because not everybody is reached by the same pastor. So we're delivering the same message. But we all have an opportunity to reach different people on different levels at different times.
0: Find your voice. Find your place.
1: Speak truth. God bless. We'll see you next time.